0: Hey podcast listeners, okay today we are diving into our second episode with a beautiful friend of mine, his name is Scott McMartin, he is our second male guest to be on the podcast and I am again so so excited for him to share his story and to connect with you guys about the transformation that he has went through. Scott has been one of my long-term standing clients and last year he smashed his incredible goal of losing 100 pounds and we dive into him losing that 100 pounds in the episode. It is an absolutely incredible story of him going through an actual hip replacement um, and then that recovery and that really connecting to why he was doing what he was doing because you guys know I am a huge huge believer in understanding your why and I think so often it's overlooked in coaching and it's overlooked by not only clients but by coaches themselves and they don't really dive into the meaning and the true value behind why people are doing what they're doing when they do come to you for coaching and as Scott talks about in the episode I made him work hard to figure out his why but once he had it the decision to change became a lot easier and his ability to stay consistent and his ability to actually create long-term change and lasting results was easy and some of you might right now be thinking to lose a hundred pounds Claire is not easy oh my goodness but when you understand why you're doing what you're doing and the true value that that can bring to your life it really does simplify the whole process and that is what i've brought scott on here to talk to you about today so sit back relax tune in and if you are enjoying the episode you want to know more about how to figure out your why or you just want to ask me a little bit more about how to change your habits and change that mindset, please guys, pop me a message on DM. You know, it's at claire underscore rafferty underscore on Instagram. And I am here to talk. You can book in a call through the link in my bio and we can just get friendly with each other if you are ready to level up your life, just like Scott has. So guys, dive into the episode and I will catch you all in the next one. So Obviously, I've asked you to come on um, and share your story. Um, so, I haven't had, what well, you know, I'm just starting up having the guys on the podcast. Um, obviously, it was all women to start off, but there's so many guys out there who've got incredible stories, and you are one of them. Um, so, if nobody knows who Scott is, you'll have seen him on my Instagram, and you'll have seen him, um, I was going to say, some other places, but yeah, predominantly Instagram, a little bit on Facebook. Yep, yep. Um and yes, yeah, Scott, I'm just going to get you to, well, first up, tell the guys listening who you are, um, and then we'll dive into your transformation and just your kind of why you decided to get fit um, and that whole journey that you went through. So Scott, who are you?
1: So I'm Scott, I'm uh, originally from Boness, which is a small fishing village beside <laughs> the Forth, uh, now stayed Larbert, which is outside Falkirk, which is in for those of your English listeners, it's a slap bang in between Edinburgh and Glasgow. So I'm a, a director for a NG and design house, to work in the chemical industry. Uh, so might be getting a lot of work to make corona vaccines soon, hopefully.
0: That's interesting.
1: Once they once they develop something, then all these pharmaceutical companies have got to make it. Yeah. And uh, what I do is can, uh, design or manage people to design chemical plants to and one of them's, some of them is pharmaceuticals, so maybe very, busy soon.
0: I was going to say, very, very uh, fitting right now, given circumstances, your role. Um, interesting, interesting. You're yeah. definitely about to have a boost in your industry. That's safe enough to say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. let's
0: hope. Let's hope sooner rather than later. So um, obviously, Scott and I met God I want to say exercise for less way back, but I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. I'm trying to like remember briefly. the first time we met.
1: I think it was briefly an exercise for less. Yeah. When I, when I first started uh, going to the gym more after years and years of playing like at it.
0: Yeah. So tell us about that. When, what, obviously, you don't need to give too much away about your age, but what <laughs> age were you when you actually started going to the gym? <laughs>
1: So I was quite fit as a uh, teenager, I played I played a lot, of, ba- not competitive basketball, but I played basketball for fun. Uh, I was quite active as a teenager, uh, boys brigade, basketball, loads of sports. I'm never good at anything, but I like to try. Uh, and then as I got, left school and went to st- uh, work as an apprentice, I uh, started having lunches in the uh, ICI canteen. And then you see my mum and dad my mum would come home and make me a good uh, mum meal. Yeah. Which then meant the weight started to pile on. Yeah. Uh, And then when I was about 18 or 19, I got uh, diagnosed with high blood pressure, which was a bit of a shock at that age. Yeah. Uh, And then caused me to uh, screw my head on and then lose a little bit of weight. Uh, So I lost maybe... Maybe... I was probably about 60 or 17 stone then and I got back down to about 14 something like that and then I started, started doing less and less and then and the weight just gradually built and built and built and built up uh, but I was still we used to go to the gym and used to go to Earth Castle
0: Yeah.
1: and uh, all the dis, uh, one of the, advantages, the disadvantages in the fact that I had a swimming pool and a jacuzzi which mm-hmm. then made, I made, spent more time in the jacuzzi and the swimming pool than I did in the gym Yes. Uh, so, so okay for that. So okay for start eating and okay for played it. To, to Got the job now and again, but there was never really, really into it. Yeah. So for I started going to exercise for less would be it was in mid February of two thousand
0: and fifteen. And what weight were you when you first decided to go to exercise for less? Do you remember? So in January.
1: So January two thousand. Uh, 14, so uh, January 2015, sorry, the turn of the year, the old uh, Hugman A rules on New Year's for your English people. Uh, so, Hugman A was the usual New Year's resolution, and I said, Right, I'm going to lose weight like I did every year. Yeah. And, but for some weird reason, that year I just kept stuck at it. And that year, when I started that year, I was uh, 20 stone 10, which. In, yeah. Uh, which is 290 pounds.
0: Oof.
1: Well, you think about that, it,
0: isn't
1: it? Well, convert that to kilos, whatever that is.
0: Mm.
1: A lot. Uh, so so then I decided to, I was trying all the usual, I tried every diet on the planet. Uh, you, you name them, I've done them. Uh, on and off. So, uh, partial success, and then the weight would just come back on. It was a uh, diet, uh, diet, diet club, yo-yo diet cycle up and down, up and down, lose that, put the weight on and then put more weight on. And then I would try the next one with another name and then try that one and then do that for six months and then lose yeah. a bit of weight and then put more on. So, and then in the February of that year, I'd lost about, uh, probably about 10, 10, 11 pounds. And then nothing was happening cause I would just try to do it by slumming, slumming club type yeah. uh, nutrition without really exercising and then one of the guys at my work had lost a bit of weight or quite a good bit of weight actually got to the gym and stuff and I thought oh, I'll give this a shot so I'd enjoyed the exercise for less of the open than August before but I really didn't go too much yeah and then in February 2015 that year I decided the guy at my work said oh I've been going in the mornings you could come along in the morning Scott and I was like well, what time do you go and he goes oh 6.15 <laughs> I was like 6.15 to go to the gym so one morning, one night, I decided right, I'm going to go, and my missus was out. and She came in, and my gym bag was sitting all on the top landing, ready to go. and My shirt was on a coat rail. and She says, What are you doing? I says, I'm going to gym in the morning. And she said, When? I says, When it opens at six o'clock, I'll be there for it. It's about six, six o'clock, 6 and she, says, she went, I'll see how long this lasts. Yeah. So that was a little bit extra motivation for me to say, well, I'll just show her. Yeah,
0: it is though, isn't it? It is that like, well, if you think I'm not going to do it, I'm yeah. even more likely I'm, to do it now. Aye. So
1: so, uh, so that will make me go to the gym at that yeah. time of morning.
0: Yeah.
1: And basically, uh, apart from the odd day where I've had to go uh, to work or whatever, or I've been on holiday, I've been doing. We going to the gym at 6.15 or 6.30 now, Uh
0: yeah, that extra fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> extra fifteen minutes for bed because my new gym does home until six thirty. I've been out doing that for four and a half years until It's last mad,
0: week. isn't it? Like until you just last make... Thursday. well I. <laughs> you just let's pretend that didn't happen. But, yeah, you just... <laughs> <laughs> you just it's good though how you make that decision and it's it obviously it takes, you know, years and years and years of building up, of weight gain, of yo-yo cycles, of knowing you're a little bit overweight and trying to get rid of it and not really having much success and before you actually say right enough is enough and I need to make this a lifestyle change which I'm so proud that you've done I'm so proud that you've been working with me you've been kind of taking on all the advice and really implementing and just trying to keep chipping away at it um so do you remember what that initial feeling was like of you know making the decision to to say I'm going for it and you know what point were you at in your life like what was the driver behind you for being like okay this is the time that I'm sticking to it because you made that decision and you've stuck at it for four and a half years and there's so many people that are listening that'll have made the decision to go to the gym but they'll maybe have stuck at it for a month or two months and then they they fall back off the wagon and they quit and they give in again so what was different about that time that made you stick to it do you remember
1: yeah 12 uh, because I lost a lot of weight and a lot of people are meeting you or some people might meet me walk past me on the high street and, they say, and they'll say hello it's me and they're like oh didn't recognize you because I didn't know it was me because I lost that much weight and I've I asked this question many many times you know why what made you do it you know, why, yeah. why this time and not every other time and probably until I started working with yourself Claire I could never answer that question
0: yeah, but I make you figure it out. That's now, the point. <laughs>
1: now, now you're made me figure it out because at the time I used to say, "Well, there's probably loads <laughs> of reasons, but there's not one that could probably put my finger on." Uh, was I started working with yourself, and then obviously looking at the using the whys and you no, know, why do you want to change and the methodologies and working your way through. I think it was probably I was a, real, a big combination of things. I had recently my company had been that was a director of a been sold to a bigger group. I was down in charge of the Scotland office. You know, I went to a couple of meetings and I was padding around uh, this big fat guy who was sweating and stuff. And I thought, well, this is no good. You know, you're a bit embarrassing to your new yeah. company. I was a boss. I was a bit, you know, to inspire my workforce that I was now leading. Uh, it was probably, I was also from my wife and my sons to be healthier, to be longer here, longer for them. Yes. I, had loads, I had sore knees, I had sore hips, which will come on to yeah. hopefully at some <laughs> point. sore
0: hip. <laughs>
1: I, had sore hip, I had sore hips, I had sore knees, I had sore backs, I was constantly, you know, spending a fortune, in chiropractor, osteopaths and everything because I, and eventually, you know, I just these things just all built up and just for some weird reason in 2015, when I did the New Year's resolution, it kind of kicked in and then because I was getting success and then it kind of stalled, so I'd lost like 10 pounds and it stalled nothing was happening for four weeks and I said, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to try this. See if this will happen. Go to the gym and actually do something now. And I'm just go to the gym and pretend and, yeah. and then go then go yeah. for a swim in the jacuzzi. And this time there was no. I started got to started just go to the gym first. and Then eventually the guy said, "The guy at my work said, Oh, come and oh, come and try a circuit class.'" And I'd never done a class in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was. No, a, he's
0: obsessed.
1: I'm obsessed. No, I was a, going the bike for ten minutes, going the elliptical for ten minutes and pretend it's some weights type yeah. guy in the gym. And I'd never done a class, never walked into a studio, never lifted a, a free weight, done nothing like that. Uh, and really when I started seeing the changes in my body once I started doing classes. So at the time when I lost the weight I lost all the weight to uh to two thousand sixteen. Yeah. it uh, was when I lost it like the ninety pounds. I didn't reach the magic hundred pound mark till last year. Yeah boy. So I lost a 90 pound up to two, over, basically a year and a half, so it was a like two pound every week. So it was none of these fad, quick one diets, no, see the telly, take a shake, eat this rubbish. Yeah. It, was no, it was good, uh, eating good food. In fact, I was probably eating more food at the, when I started training more because yeah. my body was could handle more food. I was eating more food, but it was a better type of food. And I was working that way through. And then because I was starting to go to the classes, I was starting to see changes.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: So at the time, I was probably thinking it was old. I didn't At that time, I didn't really believe the 80-20 rule. I thought, because I was going that many classes, I was thinking, no, oh, it's more exercise than nutrition. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I soon found out when I started having problems with my hip that it is 80-20, nutrition <laughs> to nutrition, the exercise.
0: Yeah, you can't out-train a bad diet, especially when you've got no. the joints.
1: I actually said that to somebody last week. Uh, I was at a golf lesson, and my golf pro said to me, I know a guy who's actually try to get in contact with Claire and I said, Well he's looking for you no know, he's lost so much weight and he just can't just shift it as the last wee bit you know how to. no how do you really know, shift that last bit. You no, know, he's he's exercised a lot, a lot, a lot and that's what i told him, So you can't outrun a bad diet
0: yeah you can eventually it catches up on you and it's you know you might get into absolute peak health and peak condition but that's when the injuries start and because you're constantly overtraining and you're not resting and i mean you've learned that the hard way let's let's talk about that in a sec um but yeah i think it's interesting how you just made that kind of switch and that okay i'm doing this and it has been bit by bit by bit and obviously you did have a bit of a wobble and on the journey. Um but yeah, so take us through, you know, the let's call it the wobble, the wobble in the yeah. middle. Um and then how you obviously then that's when you came kind of onto the hip story. And yeah. yeah, continue with that for us and tell us it
1: Yeah, so after I'd lost ninety pounds, so I took a year and a half to lose ninety pounds and I was like, I always wanted to hit a hundred pounds. No, I said I wanted to hit a hundred pounds for why? Well just a number. It's but it's a big number. Uh, so I lost ninety pounds, uh, as usual always like seemed hit holiday time. So I'd lost a ninety pound and went on holiday and then this is my problem before. I would always go on holiday, put weight on, not lose it, put weight on, not lose it. Uh, but now I like, like I put a bit of weight on, and then the cafe was floating probably about eighty pounds lost, Mark, for probably about, about probably about a year. Yeah. I was still trading. I was still good with my food. It just wasn't as good, but I was quite happy with where I was sitting. And then I just gradually started to find issues. on my hip. I was wake one morning. I woke up and basically I was lying in bed and I couldn't move. And I thought, oh, this is weird. I thought oh, I've got a groin strain or something. And then yeah, it was like a, I remember. So, so I remember like when you first groin.
0: told. I remember when you yeah. first told me you strained your groin, and yeah. I remember it so so clearly because that was the beginning of. An, es- an escapade <laughs> like it just spiraled out of control from there yeah.
1: gosh yeah, so, so at that point there I was got the uh your your classes you were running in the Falkirk Community Trust and I was doing grit uh, cardio grit strength uh on Mondays and Wednesday mornings with Claire uh and then one morning I came in and said to her oh, oh can I do the class today I've got a sore groin and then okay, if I got worse and worse and uh, so that point there, because I then had, couldn't do classes, I couldn't do as many of the classes, I was having problems with mobility, I couldn't play golf because it was sore. And I thought this went on for about a year. And literally I could walk like 20 minutes and I'd been completely in agony. It's so bad. after a year of this, and spending a fortune gained on different osteoporosis, somebody would tell it was growing, somebody would say it's my soleus muscle, somebody would say it was hip flexors. And they'd say, oh, don't do that exercise because that's the bad thing if it was this. So I went to about three or four different people who all, and eventually somebody said, hey, You had an x ray? And I went, Well, no. So it was uh, it was my wedding anniversary, 17th August, 2018. I remember the date when I went to the doctors and said, I went to the doctors before I went out with the missus. Uh, and uh, no, it was the 7th August, I better go that right. You better edit that now. I've got my wedding anniversary.
0: <laughs> oh, go I'm leaving the- that in. I'm leaving that in. That in.
1: I'm going to get you're, murdered.
0: You're going to get shot, and I can't wait. <laughs> we'll leave that in for the hilarity. Yeah. The man redeemed himself, but not quick yeah. enough on you. Oh, quick enough?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll just claim it was the uh, excitement and the nervousness to do the podcast.
0: Yeah, right, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, so some, you, went, you went,
1: we to went, to, went to doctors and said, no, I've had all these problems. I said, I've had this groin strain for a year. I said, You can't get a groin strain for a year. I, said, a a year. I don't have a heart. to a, Degree in medicine to know that she's well, you can't know. She said, What to get next? I said, yep. she's come back in two weeks and get your result. So I went away, came back in two weeks uh, and then sat down. She says, Right, are you sitting down? I said, yep. she says, Okay, I've got something to tell you. And she's rhymed up all these big fancy words. I said, What does that mean? She's it means you need a new hip. Yeah, I was like,
0: So it began.
1: So it's like, What I did a new hip. And uh, she went. Well, I'm no, I'm no orthopaedic surgeon, but basically you need to go and see orthopaedic surgeon about it. So, uh, got an appointment uh, through my private health at work. Went to see the guy. Uh, went in to see him. He said, "Okay, tell me your story. What, tell me what the issues are." He put me up on the bench. and They did a bit of checks and moved my leg about and said, "Yeah." I says, uh, "I don't need to see your X-rays." He says, "You need to have replacement." Just like said, that. It's just like that. I said, I'm not even 50. I said, I can't need a. I said, surely you can do the operation. You can go and you can clean it up. You can do something. He says, no. Nope. He says, i could says, send you to x ray anyway because you need one for my records. He says, but I can tell you now, he says, it's need to be replaced. So, uh, so he said, went for x ray and then they put it up at the screen and they end up, lo and behold, no cartilage left, bone on bone. He says, I don't know how you're not in more pain than what you are. That's he said, mad, uh isn't it? So I said uh he says when do you want it done? So it was private, so it was like named your date type stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: He says, What you got it coming up? I said, Well actually I'm fifty and uh, a couple of months he went and I've gone on a cruise for my fiftieth birthday before it he says, Well you get your cruise over done with, he says, Have your fiftieth birthday. He says, Let's check our calendar. He says, Right, twentieth of November, get me booked in. So that was me. So that was from August till mid late August. Uh, that's where the seventeenth date comes in. That's a new seventeenth was for a reason. Seventeenth yeah. was the date. That, that was the date they told me. So they said, right, that's you. So basically went into research mode, spent every night looking up of Unfortunately, did. Unfortunately I watched a video of a of a hip replacement, oh which God. was a bad idea.
0: Never do that. Never oh. do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I did watch it for very long before I started feeling sick. Uh <coughs> and, um, uh, so they started researching though, know, what's how much treatment can you do, what can you get, what exercises can you do, everything to do about recovery. Because uh, I thought, well I'm not I'm not letting this defeat me, so yeah. Uh, I uh, spoke to my physio who was going to go to who had went to before, who was gonna to go to for post operative and he gave me loads of exercises to do. Uh, basically strengthened muscles for the glutes and uh, to get oh, everything yeah. all, everyone all f- powered up before they just slice straight through it. Yes. Uh, so then in November, 20th of November, I got the hip replaced. It was out in three days, uh, which is, now you can get out in the same day. But uh, I got out after day three uh, and then basically built myself up from, just walked to our lamppost and back in like 15 minutes. From, uh, between one lamppost and lamp lamppost took me 15 minutes. Uh, and then built it up day on day, day on day. Uh, I basically did everything I was supposed to do, did it really rigorously. If I was supposed to do exercises at this time and these, this number of sets and this number of reps, I did everything bang on. Uh, and then I went back to see the physio and the surgeon, they were amazed at the progress yeah. I'd made. I uh, said it's probably one of the best uh, post hip replacement people they'd seen ever uh, because basically I did a little work before it and then did exactly what you're supposed to do
0: after and it after. just goes to show like the amount of people out there that just get these things and they kind of do them half ass and they don't fully commit and they kind of play about with it and they all go one day miss an X. and it just goes to show if you do follow the book and you, yeah. you do it specific like you've not only had that incredible recovery but then obviously you've went on and since then everyone will have seen that you've lost like you hit that hundred pounds so you know, talk about that and that feeling and that stepping up to not only being able to recover from the hip replacement, but totally to, yeah, smash that weight target and completely transform your life from, you know, what it was pre-surgery to what it is now.
1: Yeah, so that's where I started to contact yourself, because I contacted you about a couple of weeks before Bob. You yeah. said, the last thing I want to do is, he said, I'm going to sit in the house for six weeks, walking from a lamp post and back again in 15 minutes, not exactly because I burn a lot of calories. So the last thing I wanted to do was pile weight on. So you gave me a
0: nutrition,
1: a, a yeah. nutrition plan for me to follow, getting my greens in and stuff and getting loads of green veg for every meal. Uh, and I started following that. Uh, and then in the January, December, January, you had to advertise your photo shoot. And I thought, oh, this would be a good way to really you a know, kick stack. Kick yes. start back into the year, kick stack back into my fitness regime. No, at that point, I had put on weight because I was the about the year before I wasn't able to go as many classes and stuff, so the weight had piled back on. it. I put on about a couple of stone uh, from the lowest. Uh, I said right, so my t- first target was to get back down to what I was before. Yeah. Uh, uh, did the the sixteen week photo shoot transformation with yourself, which was amazing. Uh, went to the day along with my my missy, She did it as well, and. So it was good that both of us would do that because we could uh, stop each other from eating chocolate and yeah, sweeties of and stuff. It
0: does help, doesn't it?
1: And then uh, basically went to the photo shoot day, which in the morning was absolutely panic stations. <laughs> we're not gone, we're not gone. That's it. <laughs> uh, and then you put up your wee video the day before, which convinced us to go. Uh, but then once we got there, it was just completely amazing, that amazing day and right away I said to you, hey, i am doing another one.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's contagious, isn't it? Once you're in that state, it's just such a euphoric feeling.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, no, really then that's what really forced the, you know, the 80-20 really nutrition versus yeah, exercise. Of course, yeah. Uh, no, more Doing more weights, doing less type of class-based activity, uh, getting your step count up. So. Up from ten to twelve thousand, and then built up and built up. To like to last week, to up to sixteen, eighteen thousand steps a day. It's
0: Madness, so, isn't it?
1: So I was working before.
0: You some, think someone with a hip replacement can do eighteen thousand steps a day, though, yeah. and exercise? And yeah, it's just madness. Like it is just madness.
1: Yeah, so it's really it shows you if you do if you put the work in. There's too many people just say, "Well, I've, I'm now bionic. I know I'm just going to sit here." Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do what they're supposed to do. I've got an excuse. Oh no, I've got a, I've got a metal, I've got a titanium ceramic cup inside me, so I'll just sit here and watch it. Yeah. Uh, just pile the weight all back on when, when there's no reason for it. Yeah. No, you're, as a surgeon told me now, your, your left leg and hip and everything's stronger than the what it was before.
0: Which is so within, perfect.
1: No, within six weeks the bone has completely uh, regenerated itself. Yeah. And within that first six, six week period, which is the most dangerous bit for dislocations and stuff. After that six weeks has passed, uh, then is you know, as a strong or stronger than what it was before. Which is uh, amazing. And then you no, know, did the first photo shoot with yourself and then I said to I'm doing another because I want to get this hundred pound mark. Uh, and then went to maintenance mode so even the first Signed up for the next one. We went on to put on maintenance calories and then just maintained. And even, even though I was in maintenance calories, I was putting calories up every week, 100 calories. Next week, 100 calories. No, it's, I was even still losing, just very, yes. very slightly. And then we did that for eight weeks. Uh, so even the first four weeks, the next 60-week block, I was, everybody else was reducing their calories. My calories were going up. But Which I was still amazing, staying.
0: It's is amazing. Up.
1: But my weight was still staying the same, if not just slightly reducing. And then obviously went into the next, uh, so it was 12 weeks for me we rather than 16, and then started the next 12 week phase. And Hank, what was that? <laughs> I think I was about two or three pounds off of the 100 pounds yeah. uh, on the okay. uh, message of that week. So, I was going to say, I've got four pounds or something to lose. I've got to get this hundred pound.
0: I remember that last week. I was thinking he is hitting this hundred. Like there is no way on this planet you are not doing this. I was like, whatever it takes this week. I was like, balls to walls, get out there and walk and pull the calories, and it was madness. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, so I think it was like fifteen hundred calories for that week. Uh, walking eighteen twenty thousand steps a day. Oh,
0: it's bad. It is bad when uh, you think about it. But it was for one week.
1: It was for one week, yep. Uh, and then got down to hit the £100 on the Friday. Didn't even have to wait to add a day extra up my sleeve. Uh, and then, no, photo shoot was on a Sunday, and that was me.
0: Absolutely banging. It's amazing. Like, £100 is, it is such a huge milestone, though, right? And it is it is an amazing thing to celebrate. And not only did you lose £100, like, you had a hip replacement in the middle of it all. <laughs> and it's just been such a incredibly interesting story and transformation just because the the psychology behind when you do have an injury and you do have rehab and yes we had to take a lot of precautions and yes we had to be very clever about training and structure and but at the end of the day a calorie deficit is a calorie deficit and movement's movement and when you've got weight to lose it's just about creating that deficit yep. in any which way you can and you know as you've said and i stress a lot of the time it is mostly about nutrition and as long as we're doing some form of resistance and volume-based training to keep muscles stimulating and to keep that kind of burnout and adaptation within the muscles themselves as long as you're eating in that calorie deficit, you're you're going to lose body fat and you're going to lean out. And I think you've been absolute testament to that and not only being able to get a full recovery from your hip and really power on and be training now, God, harder than I think I've ever seen you train in your life, Um, but to also have lost all that weight and to come out the other side and just be totally, totally transformed, which is it's a really empowering story and it is a really amazing journey to see unfold and I think it just hopefully gives some people listening this notion of you know even if you have got an injury or you are really really overweight and you're not very fit right now like you there's a lot you can do um and it's just about the small steps that you need to piece together um in order to yeah take 18 months if you need to but you will get there
1: no, it was, it was very much a case of, for the first, you know, for 18 months of the big, losing that 90 pound. It was it a was, it was small ones all the time. Yeah. So when you think to yourself, you hit yourself a big target, saying, "I'm going to lose 100 pounds No, it's just a, it's a number that's just so huge yeah. that to even comprehend that is just no, really wrong. You need to just say, right, it's a half a stone, so it's going to be seven pounds. This, but and then try and do like I'm going to do seven pounds and a month, yeah, and then, then you get that, and then that's a success. And then you go, Right, I'm going to do another seven pounds an hour a month, yeah. And then you're going to have wobbles, so you just accept that you're going to have wobbles. You're going to go on holiday, you're going to go. And this was my problem before, as I mentioned, you I would go on holiday, put weight on, and wouldn't take it off. But mm-hmm. this time, I could go on holiday and then put on well, when you come back for holidays and you're all plain weight and all the, the your, your yeah, fluid intake, and everything's all the pot. You stand on the scales the first day you come back your holidays and you go, oh my God, i put on about half a stone. You weigh yourself three days later and you have probably put on about three pounds. Yeah. But then it's a case of kicking back in. Before, I wouldn't kick back in. I would just say, oh, I'll put weight on holiday. I'll lose that three or four pounds. Then say, the next day, all the day, build, build, build up and up and up. This, now it was, right, there's a wee peak. So now it's a case of cutting again. So let's go again. Right, I've got four weeks, lose half a stone. Uh, and then it just keep going. And you just get the small wins, the small wins, and then keep building, building, building. And even, like, look back in the photos now, I've got, unfortunately, I didn't take a photo the first week. So I didn't take yeah. photos uh, until probably about a month or six weeks in. Yeah. Because uh, once I thought, oh, I've actually started to lose a bit of weight. I should maybe take a photo of myself. So I took a photo <laughs> of myself, uh, just my shorts on in the mirror and take a selfie type stuff. Uh, so i actually not actually got, ever got a photo, which is one of the things that I now regret I know a couple of people have lost a bit of weight they've all said this uh, I wish I'd took a photo on I know at the start. it's
0: it's so hard as well when I speak to people for the first time and you know I'm like and I really would like you to take some initial photos and they're just like let me do it for a month first and I'm like that's the point like in a month you're going to have changed so much like yep. you need to take them on day one it's hard and as difficult as it is like that is your beginning point and that is always going to be your start point um, but you,
1: you know you live and learn lesson learn yeah. right yeah so i just wish i'd had that initial that first day photo but uh the ones i've got that are four weeks later are still quite impressive yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah so it's about getting the getting the small ones we doing things in steps so don't just think i'm going to lose 100 pound i'm going to lose 100 pound in six weeks time no it's don't do the silly diets that these celebrities try and sell Yeah, uh, they don't work They just don't work No, uh, if, you've got, if, if you've got somebody that's listening to this and say, no, I would like to lose £100 give yourself a year and a half
0: Yeah, and that's it, you've got to give it the time
1: no it's, no, it's not a race, just do it slowly lose a pound and a half, £2 pound a week uh, uh, just let it come off slowly uh, build up your activity levels uh, build up your your weight training, do more resistance, you no know, uh lift more weights, you'll see changes in your body which are amazing. You'll be like to yourself, Oh, I've got I've got shoulders now. Yeah. No, when I lost when, when I lost weight the first time, I lost weight because I was doing a lot of classes. Yeah. I remember a couple of people said to me, ah, Scott, you look great, but you have no shoulders. No, you're just <laughs> you just yeah. got a head. You just got a head and then you've got a chest and then that's it. You have no shoulders. And then when I started training yourself, it was all about uh, resistance uh, so now, now I've got shoulders now I've got muscles on my shoulders and stuff and it's a case of you no know, try to get that v-shape rather than
0: yeah straight
1: up and waist. and then you can have the same size of waist as what you had before but if your shoulders are bigger then yeah. the <laughs> proportions
0: yeah. yes see what I'm talking about we're learning we're learning <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it uh, honestly it's just been it's been a ride it has been a ride and you know, you were you were still working. We still got, still got box to tick. We still, I think you can get bigger now. Get some huge muscles on you, yeah. get massive, yeah. and then come back as an Arnold. <laughs> That'll be the next one. <laughs> Give it a year of just total muscle gains, and then we'll shred you up again. Um, but yeah, it has been. A, it's just such a huge milestone. It's just such a huge milestone, and that for someone who is ridiculously you know, in their head they're like, I'm so ridiculously overweight and they're they're feeling like they're never gonna lose it. And it is just starting small and seeing how it's far you can take it. You know, we don't a lot of us don't like have a hundred pounds to lose. A lot of people only have maybe twenty pounds to lose. And it, if you take the same approach, you, you'll you get yeah. that lasting result. Um
1: It doesn't really yeah. matter what your starting figure is.
0: Yeah, yeah. it doesn't.
1: It'd be far better if I didn't have a hundred pounds to lose.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. You don't have a hundred pounds to lose anymore.
1: No, I would be falling yeah. down drains.
0: Yeah, you'd be nothing left to you, and that's it. Like you've done it. It's it's been a it's been a thing to celebrate, and it's it's done. Like you never have to do it again. And you've you know you've adapted your lifestyle, and you now know how to manage it, and you now know how to stay leaner and you know yourself when that, that kind of waistband gets tighter or the scales start to go up or you know yourself when you're falling back into bad patterns and bad habits because you took so long to lose the weight, you know exactly what causes that weight gain. And it is, you know, very much around moderation and just not absolutely ripping the ass out of it and yeah. also keeping active, which is proving difficult right now, but we're doing it. We're keeping active.
1: Well, since actually since the gym closed on Thursday, I, I've actually lost weight because I've been cutting back. So because before it was like, oh, I'm doing this, and doing that, I can, know, I can eat this amount of level of food yeah. because I know this is how much I'm trading. But as soon as they said, right, on Wednesday night, they said the gym's closing uh, and that was like me. So right away, Thursday, right away, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it started dialing the food. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, Perfect. I
1: cutting my carbs back. So I was loving. Because I was the train in the morning, I was always training in the morning, do weight training in the morning, so I'd have carbs and protein for uh, post-workout. Uh, because now it was just, so on the Thursday morning, I just got up went for a walk. Yes. There was no gym to go to. I got up at the normal time. Rather than putting gym clothes on, I put on joggies and a sweatshirt and put a wheelie hat on and gloves and just walked. And so it, it. would so be easy just to fall into the excuse mode and just say, the gym's closed, I can't do nothing. I'll just sit here, put weight on. Yeah, it's like but no, you didn't. And that's so I'm going to dial my food in. And I'm going to just so I'll go for now. Walk in the morning before work, come in, and have a low carb breakfast, and then I have my carbs, uh, have carbs and protein, and uh, my fats at uh, lunch, uh, lunchtime and dinner time. Uh, so I'm basically, cause I'm not uh, doing as much training, I'm cutting uh, basically carbs out of one of my meals
0: and that's Uh, it it's really simple right it's not it's not anything overly complicated it's nothing that you know you don't have to go crazy and really manipulate the numbers too much like you're moving less therefore your body needs less carbohydrate less glycogen so reduce that portion and and continue with everything else in your day like you're burning 300 calories less reduce 300 calories from your meal and there you go like it is really that simple right
1: and then I put student scales on Sunday from a weekly away, and I'd lost two pounds. Yeah. So it's like
0: the, redu- the reduction in from- the, the glycogen stores from yeah. the water retention. Yeah. 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 It's mad, though, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just so, I'm so happy with the knowledge basis that you now have. And that's obviously the one thing that I try to make sure everyone does have by the end of it is that you know how to manage it yourself. And that I think is the the biggest take home from what you've been able to do, and that's testament there. Like I didn't even know you'd done that to your food this week, but yep. I'm, I'm I'm not even I'm not even like worried that you've done it because I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. That's what that's what we train you to do. Like if you're not moving, reduce your food portion. So, yep. yeah, incredible.
1: Yep. So, London.
0: Awesome work. Yep. Awesome yep. work. All right, I'm just uh, checking the time. We've been chatting for quite a while. And yeah, it's been awesome to have you on. Before Thank you. Before we jump off, just one piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening who's kind of maybe starting a weight loss journey or who is you know, struggling with weight gain or struggling to keep weight off. What was one piece of advice that you've had or found useful over the years that you just want to pass on that might you know, help someone on their journey today?
1: Uh, I'll say just believe in yourself. Uh, no, celebrate yourself celebrate who you are as your successes you've had in your life uh, don't let define you as a person and just say no, I'm going to do this do it for yourself don't do it for others obviously like I' got it for my wife and my kids but really you've got to do it for yourself yeah and until until mentally you decide that I'm going to do it for me and this is the reasons why you'll not succeed
0: oh that's my boy he knows he's why. He knows he's why You've been hanging around with me for too long. <laughs> yep. I love it. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so, so much.